0: Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of the Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. It is book release day today. Woo! Woo! We are so excited. I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this forever. <laughs> this is this is an amazing day. and I just want to give all glory to the Lord for what he has done um, you know, with this book already. It's amazing already to hear the response that we have heard from um, the people that have pre-ordered the book and got it already and then the ones that have won copies and um, just just those that have read it. so, It is book day today, and I am so, so incredibly grateful um, for the opportunity that God has given me. We are going to move into day two with my host. Of my show, whoop, whoop. my new my my temporary host, um, Rick Walker. We have we're we're just gonna dive back into um, just talking about the book. He's gonna interview me. If you did not hear yesterday's show, I would suggest you do because how fun are we? I tell you what, <laughs> we are a blast. Uh, but I want you guys to um, to to listen to it. Um, you can order the book today, and you can go pick it up today anywhere books are sold of course you can get it on my website as well autumn miles.com rick how you doing autumn, today?
1: thank you so much i am doing great <laughs> and this is it it's august 21st 2018 tuesday are. the book release day i am rahab I is available i know anywhere you can buy a book that's crazy where do you buy your book but, um you can buy your book well, right now
0: i buy this book i buy it wherever i am okay. i mean if it's someone well, else's
1: book and then people I, send me books a lot because they want to be on the show i'm gonna get my phone hold on just a sec. i <laughs> i'm gonna buy it right hold on are
0: you really <laughs> <laughs> hey let's all buy a book we'll hey, let's sell do four. it right no,
1: let's okay. do it
0: there's four of us you in know, here th-
1: this is an amazing uh the, the i am rahab that is released today um I, I was on the plane and yesterday if you heard our show um Wow, that sounds so cool. Our show. Our
0: show. Yeah. Oh, I know. We're, we're back on radio. Oh, Aww, thank this you. Okay, so back fun. to business. Okay, All right, yeah. here we
1: go. All right. He was my uh, co
0: host for those of you that didn't know. I was yeah, your co host you, for, yeah,
1: for I, a couple of years. And we had a wonderful time. But man, you have upped the game here. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you. You taught me everything I, I, I now. I was kindergarten. You're like college oh, level my goodness, here. Stop it. So th- this is a very important topic, but I was on a plane and I was flying to Orlando. And okay. I was reading your book, the pre-release copy. And I read this part and it just so, we talked about that resonation yeah. yesterday. And mm-hmm. I want to I talk about that. I almost just, I'm, I may have even like been like, like oh, wow. You know, or you know, <laughs> it, it was just one of those moments. And I want to talk about that. But first, but before first, we do that, yeah, Rahab, why? Why was Rahab's life significant? Why, why this book?
0: Um, Well, first of all, I felt like I had a mandate from the Lord to write her story. Enough said.
1: (laughs) Let's start there, Rick Walker.
0: Um, I I really do. You know, we did a lot of research on has anyone written an entire book on Rahab? I couldn't find one. Oh, wow. I couldn't find one anywhere. Um, One of my heroes, um, we're best friends. She just doesn't know what we've had her on the show before. Liz Curtis Higgs um, has written about her. Um there I think John Maxwell did like a a, a couple of paragraphs on her. I don't want to misquote this. So if you find something congratulations we just didn't find it. Um but really no one has really tackled her life before. And so once I saw that it gave me fuel to my fire. Oh my goodness, we have got to write about her story. I've got to write about her story. I felt like it was something that God was asking of me. So, yes, I didn't relate to Mary or Esther, um, and, and I found myself in her. So um, that's another reason why I decided to write wow. it.
1: Wow. Well, I, I tell you, it was a uh, wonderful experience to go through your book, to read it. It was an easy read. Thanks it's for it's reading like it, talking, Absolutely. And you know, you know, we when we did our weekly shows, we would get books sent to us all the yeah. time. And I'll just give you a little behind the scenes secret. We, we, now I'm, I'm not saying. I read every single one of them. Okay. See me. No, (laughs) they would send me a book and I would literally just thumb through the titles, read the first, the preface, and then read their little, you know, cheat sheet. I'm just kidding. And then I would pretend. Oh yeah. This is. Yeah. But no, this one I, I read this page to page, and it's Thank like you. it's like I'm sitting here talking to you when I'm reading the book. You and really you're just, feel like you're that? Very, yes, you're very conversational, and it's just like you're. It, it's a easy read, but there are some points in there that that will, for instance. All right, let's let's get to the point. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, I was reading, and this is such an important concept. Politicians have discovered this concept. <laughs> Business corporation, they have discovered this concept, Mm -hmm. but it's been in the word and you cover Mm -hmm. it very skillfully. This concept, this concept will change your marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. It'll change your parenting skills. And what this concept is, it's called labels, Mm -hmm. false titles. Mm -hmm. Now think about this. You're a parent. You tell your kid, you are such an idiot. I can't (laughs) believe you did that. Guess what? Mm -hmm. You've just projected a label on that kid and they'll grow up thinking, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, your, your husband, oh, you are such a selfish fill in the blank, whatever. Yeah. Um, guess what? He's going to identify with that label. Now, the gaming industry. Oh, that sounds really, you know, they don't go, hey, we're going to go gamble. Mm-hmm. They call it the gaming industry. Yeah. That sounds so much easier to swallow. I've never heard someone say, you know what? I'm, I'm pro-death, pro-abortion. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that. No, we're, pro-choice. Yeah, It's easier. wordsmithing, it's labels, mm-hmm. and the world has discovered this concept. But imagine, so you have a section, and this was my absolute favorite part of your book, and I'm I want so you to you talk about it. false titles because yeah. you, you took on a label that could have destroyed your life. Mm-hmm. It could have ruined you, but you recognized that it was just a label. Mm-hmm. It was a false title, and you had this, this moment Talk about that part of your book.
0: I think, um, well, he is specifically talking about this, and this is this is maybe one of the reasons why I was drawn to Rahab so much is because everywhere in Scripture she's called Rahab the harlot. Um, you do not see her called anything other than Rahab the harlot. Mm-hmm. They no. don't just call her Rahab. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I got a text message about about uh, in someone in my life while I was writing the book, and they're like, hey, I found Rahab in a different section of Scripture. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not the Rahab, the harlot that I'm writing about. That was, it was actually somebody else. And they were like, oh, oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, But I had studied her, her life so much. I knew that over the years in church history, this is fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Church culture has been offended by the fact that she has been called Rahab the harlot for generations, mm-hmm. because it doesn't fit the Christianese narrative. Sure. How could God use someone who sold her body yeah. for money?
1: Yeah.
0: So they tried to take that out of her, um, of every time she's mentioned in scripture, they tried to sort of erase it hmm. and just call her Rahab. And I identified with her because of her title. And I, 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 um, it's very interesting that God kept her, her title in, hmm. but the reason he kept her title in, I believe is to minister to me about the titles that we live under or above today. Um, I, I called myself after I got divorced and this is 17 years ago. So, mm-hmm. you know, divorce, you know, I mean, I feel like it's more widely accepted now, um, in the church culture, but back then, I mean, it just wasn't It
1: was a scarlet letter. It was a yeah. scarlet letter. It yeah. wasn't
0: Um, it wasn't something that was, there was no grace for it. Um, and I remember almost meeting people after I got divorced and I would say, Hey, my name's Autumn. And I just got divorced.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And
0: in my mind, I heard the narrative, Autumn, the divorcee, Yeah. Autumn, the divorcee, this is all that you are. You better tell that church Mm -hmm. person that you're divorced because you don't know if they're going to want you in your group. How sick is that? Isn't that satanic? Yes. Even to think that. And I remember walking around and it was almost, um, weird when I would meet someone because I would project this title on them that I felt like they had to know in order to accept Mm -hmm. me. I don't know if you want to be friends with me because I've been divorced and you know, I'm really young and you would never think that, but, but it's happened. And I remember driving it um, in the car with my dad one day and we were going to like this hardware store because my dad like tinkers with everything under the sun. And um, I thought, okay, I'll go with you. And I started talking to him about this. You know, I've been divorced, dad. I don't know. I don't know if, if um, anyone would want to employ me at a church. Can I work in ministry because I've been divorced?
1: Mm, yeah. Can
0: I, can I lead a small group because wow. I've been divorced? And my dad, just got mad. Yeah. I think good for dad. And he, I, he's like the bomb. And he looked at me and he was like, it was almost like an indignant, you're not going to talk about my daughter like this anymore. (laughs) And he looked at me and he said, divorce is not who you are. Autumn divorce is something that God brought you through. Mm. And I had this moment where it was, you know, those, those like core memories that you have that they they just, you kind of go back to them. That was a moment I needed someone of authority in my life that mm. I respected yeah. to look at me and say, stop talking about my kid this way. Um, and it was interesting because I was his kid and he was saying, don't talk about my daughter that way. It was, it was just kind of a crazy moment. And it broke the stigma of that title in my life. And I realized that the titles that I had heard growing up. Autumn, you're a dumb blonde.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Autumn, you're too loud. Mm-hmm. Now I like rock the blonde hair, like like ain't nobody's business. Like <laughs> and, got, the,
1: and the big hoops. I
0: got yeah. hair upon hair upon yeah. hair. It is fluorescent blonde, and I'm proud of it. Okay, mm. but back then I I I had to live, or, or I didn't know better than to live under the label of you're stupid, you're a dumb blonde, you're an airhead, you you. um, Go be a cheerleader because you're really loud. You know, I, I lived under these titles mm-hmm. that were given by other people to me. I ingested them as truth. And I realized that living under those titles my whole life had gotten me to the title of Autumn the Divorcee. Yeah. And
1: yeah. it was
0: in that moment that I felt like the bondage was really broken in my life.
1: Mm. That's powerful. Can you imagine, and and some of you listening, this resonates because every one of us, we struggle with false titles. Yeah. We've had to do, everyone, we, we you know, oh, I'm fat, or <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm broke, I'm in the poor house. I'm, yeah. I'm, whatever it is, you have a title you're struggling with right now. Can you imagine, you know, with your spouse to say, hey, how's my gorgeous woman of God? Mm-hmm. You know, instead of going, uh, you selfish, what? you're you're throwing titles that are affirming and yeah. projecting positive uh but that that just really resonated to me autumn miles the book tomorrow uh today today Actually, today but not tomorrow today it's, today. it's uh <laughs> it's
0: I am right rahab. now Rick <laughs> i know
1: I, after that big build up. i i am rahab out today yeah anywhere books are sold um so Man, I tell you what. this Can we talk about titles a little bit longer? Oh, yes. I love this topic. You do? I do. This was, I, like I said, oh, this was, was my so favorite. What,
0: what did you glean from it? I want to hear your story.
1: I, when I read that, I looked at it and I thought, you know, I started reflecting back. And, and thank goodness, um, you know, I I had a good experience. Like my kids, mm-hmm. it reaffirmed because I've seen so many kids devastated by titles projected by their parents. You. <sighs> you know, you, you are so stupid. Yeah. You know, you are such an, and then they, they start identifying and then they wonder when they become teens, why they are such hellions. Yes. Like, Hey, I'm stupid anyway. Yeah. And they live that. Um, well, just as a sidebar, um, I, I have a law practice and I do a mostly family law, which involves a lot of divorce. And I have to say, that most of the divorces that I, it, it starts with false titles. Really? It starts with mm. bad words because mm. at one point here's a couple that was in love. Yeah. And now they're coming to me saying, I can't stand him. He mm. is hateful. Mm. He's an idiot. And, and believe me, family law is good people at their worst behavior. Yeah. And it's just labels being thrown and thrown. And so here's, and I always try to reconcile if there's hope. Mm-hmm. If, you know, I'm like, hey, before I want you to know this That's is a not hard road. not good for business, It's Rick. not. It's, it's not good not, for business.
0: <laughs> but but I love it. If
1: there's any hope, you know, of reckoned because at one point, and if you guys can't get along, then a stranger in a robe will make decisions for you. But it comes back to this labeling mm-hmm. because words are said. And let yeah. me tell you, when you say a hurtful word to a spouse, It's hard to ever take that back. Mm -hmm. And they'll always remember it does so much damage. And so this resonated in that, not just in our marriage relationship, but raising kids and your coworkers. I mean, my goodness to affirm your employees Mm -hmm. or your boss or your coworkers, uh, words are powerful. Mm -hmm. God framed the worlds by his word. So this to me is such an important concept, but what, at the end of the day, you had to break that label. Yeah. How did you do that?
0: I mean, I think I think it was the word of God. Um, you're, what you just said is so dead on. Um, words are powerful for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever... Whatever God does, Satan tries to counterfeit. Yeah. So yeah. He, he will speak a word through his word to us, and Satan will come in with these with false accusations. I mean, the Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren, mm-hmm. and he will overpower the word with an, an accusatory word. Um, and it, it took work. Like we talked about yesterday on the show, I had to do the work. I had to identify things in my life. Okay, I am not ditzy. I'm not. Um, But I lived under that label and I played that character really well for years. I am not um, dumb, but I play, I can play that character Mm -hmm. really, really well. And I'm good at it. And Mm -hmm. people like her a lot Mm because she's fun. Okay. Um, I had to identify what I had believed and I had to replace. You can't just identify what Mm -hmm. the lies that you've believed. You have to replace um, the lies with truth. I think we, we might um, identify things in our life that we struggle with, but you, you you have to learn, OK, I'm not dumb. I remember God took me to Jeremiah and, and um, God told me and really I applied it to my life. I've appointed you a prophet to the nation. And, you know, when you, when you have the word dissy and dumb blonde or whatever, and I'm super vulnerable, but this, this is, was my upbringing. You're too loud. Stop being so whatever. When you replace that with, I have appointed you. Yeah. Wow. It, it takes the heaviness, the weightiness. Um, it it takes it right out of that dumb blonde remark. I remember going, okay. So I did a conference in my hometown several years ago and got up to speak and, um, you know, of course had studied the word of God and you know, whatever. But I had people coming to that conference, which I was terrified about. So intimidated that I was doing a conference in my hometown hometown. They came and, um, one of the women looked at me and she said, you wrote a book. This is back when appointed came out. You wrote a book. I didn't realize you ever read books. Ouch. (laughs) That's what she said to me. Yeah. She didn't know what she was saying. Yeah. But in that moment, the temptation to live under that dumb blonde
1: Mm, character that I
0: played came back. And I was so proud of myself. (laughs) I remember just sitting, standing up to her and saying, you know what? The spirit of God has done such a work in my life Mm, since my youth. And I was able to, to replace, um, that title, but can you wow. believe she wow. said that? Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so mean. How do uh, I respond to this? Jesus.
1: Wow. But he gave
0: me the words. Yeah. Well,
1: today is the day. Uh the book is out. Anywhere books are sold, you can pick up autumn miles. I am rehab. No, Rahab. I am Rahab. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we save that in the blooper? That's You're gonna be fired. Awesome. You're fired. I, I, I am Rahab. <laughs> it's touch, funny that touch lot, my god fully restored a lot of people I, have
0: hashtagged i am rehab because yeah, it auto-corrects. Rehab. yeah ray
1: well i like an a i'd like to say well you know it's just my text no that was just a mistake <laughs> i i am i am Rehab.
0: that's okay i forgive you yeah sorry
1: about that Let you me, taught me
0: everything i know except for that
1: uh, well no i taught <laughs> you the bad stuff too <laughs> I am Rahab. Okay, back to the titles. Rahab. Can we talk about titles yes, again? Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Rick. But well, no, this is important. I'm taking over your show. You, no, you <laughs> <laughs> You just said something you you said something key, identify yeah. and replace. Yeah. And I I have looked into this topic so so much. It's it's fascinating to me. The brain is the most sophisticated pharmaceutical oh, yeah, company. Oh, you love this stuff. I do. It's one of the most sophisticated pharmaceutical plants in in the world is in your brain. You make Crazy. so many mixtures of chemicals. And when you're in a rage, when you're mad, when you're jealous, when you're embarrassed, all this is a mix of of chemicals and your brain when it's making these chemicals. So when you identify, mm. I am a harlot, mm-hmm. I am Rahab, or I am an idiot, or I'm a dumb blonde, mm-hmm. you're actually creating a chemical reaction physiologically in your body in your cellular That's makeup. That's true? Is that it is. true? It is. And when your your That's cells crazy. split, they split have daughter cells, they have a natural proclivity, their receptors to receive the same chemical mixture you just created in your body. So, that sounds really uh, complicated, but the bottom line is this, you become addicted to your emotions mm. and your uh, labels. Come on. You become addicted yeah. to your labels. So you said you have to identify and replace. Yeah, and let's talk about that replace because identifying is so important that I know this is a label. Mm-hmm. Now I have to replace it. And if you're sitting here talking to someone listening, going, "Man, I I am a you know poor broke person, or mm-hmm. I am I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm whatever label, I'm a dumb blonde." Mm-hmm. Help them replace that. What would you say, here's the best way, step one, two, three, mm. that help helps you replace, because I've identified, we know, but now I need to replace that.
0: I mean, I think you have to do, first of all, you have to identify it, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is I think you need to do research on yourself. Um, why do you respond? Just like you said, that was like way smarter than anything I would ever say. But, uh, you know, why do you respond the way that you respond when people um trigger something in you to use a word from yesterday. Um, why, do you, why do you respond when someone gives you a look like you're not good enough? Why do you respond in defensiveness? Well, it's probably go, you're living under a label that you've been given. And then get your little hiney in the word of God. Um, you know, the word of God has healed me more than any counsel ever would. It is the counsel. Um, and I have searched to replace things that I have believed about myself. And I have verses to document that. When I thought that I would be, someone told me this when I was sitting in the deacons meeting and they were kicking me out of my church when I was um, 21 years old. They said, God will never use you, Autumn.
1: Wow. Never. Wow. wow.
0: That, that is like a, a sentence. That's terrible. I know. That's a oh. sentence that I lived under. I had to replace that thought pattern with yeah. Habakkuk 2, 2 through 4. Write the vision down. Make a plane on tablets. For those who read it will run for the vision is yet for the appointed time. It hastens towards the goal. Will not tarry wait for it. That told me that God had a vision for my life that overrode what that deacon told, uh, told oh, to me when I was well, 21. Yeah, the yeah. last thing my ex-husband told me was, um, you're going to be nothing but a waitress your whole life. Mm. That's the last thing that he told me. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things that, first of all, I love, I love our servers. I love the service industry. I actually loved being a server. I was one for 10 years, but he, 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 he sort of wanted to bring me down to whatever level he was thinking. And, and I had to work through, um, the plans that God had for me. So, um, identify, Mm -hmm. research yourself. Yeah. And then research the word of God to counteract what you find in your research of yourself. Yeah. Um, and, th- and that's exactly how I did it.
1: And then make sure you speak the labels correctly. Yeah. Don't, don't start saying, I am Autumn the divorcee. Yeah. But say, I am Autumn, the mighty woman of mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. I am Autumn, the author, the, mm-hmm. the minister, the, you know, because uh, your words are powerful. Um,
0: I, I mm-hmm. also, that's one reason why titles don't really captivate me today too. I think, um, you know, someone asked me, actually, I get asked this all the time. What exactly do you do? (laughs) I'm like, well, it depends on the day. Author, um, radio host, speaker, those titles could, could captivate pride. And I don't even tell people that I'm like, well, it depends on the day. Um, all of the titles, the good ones and the bad ones, they have a tendency to pull you into bondage of your mind or they can pull you into the bondage of pride. And that day, I'm telling you, with my dad, it canceled the power of the title
1: yeah, in wow. my life.
0: I am Autumn Miles simply serving Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing with my life.
1: That is gold right there is gold to cancel the title in mm-hmm. your life, to identify it, replace it and cancel it. You do that, your marriage will change, yes. your kids, your mm. ba- you're going to see some amazing uh, accomplishments and results in your life. We're about out of time. Autumn Miles, so I am Rahab. You, it's today. It's released today. I am Rahab, touched by God, fully restored. Um, I, I'm going to step back, let you close things out, but I can't wait. We've got one more day one more. Tomorrow. It's going to be awesome.
0: You guys, how much I know you can't like amen or whatever, but don't we just love Rick Walker? Amen, oh, Autumn. Amen. Oh, I'm amening for everyone oh, that's you. getting their burrito from Chipotle. Um, I love you guys so much. Pick up the book. Um, shameless plug. I don't have any more pride. Go get the book. <laughs> we want to sell them. Um, this also would be an incredible tool for a Bible study. Um, we, we, maybe we should talk about that a little yeah, bit tomorrow. Yeah. Um, girls, grab your girl gang, men, small groups. Um, gra- go through this book together. There is incredible resources in the back. Just in probing questions, um, it can be a book, but it also can uh, lends itself to a Bible study as well. I love y'all so much. Today is the day. Praise God for the things that he has done. He is a good, good father. I will see you tomorrow right back here on the Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time
1: for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.